Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll tiles. Joining our marathon today, very sporting, we've got Dave from the Football Fun Factory on the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. Hello, Dave. Hi, Dave. How are you? Hi, ladies. How are we doing? Good. We're good. We're good. We've done our stretches, Dave. We're, you yes. know. We're, we're halfway through this marathon. We're absolutely buzzing with it. <laughs> yeah, you sound it. <laughs> now, Dave, you are a sporting kind of guy. You came on and spoke to us about autism and sport because you're a football coach. And you were talking to us about inclusion of autism in sport, wasn't you? Yeah, so we sort of covered my previous uh, role where I was a PE teacher and how I sort of met children with autism and my awareness grew. And now with the Football Fun Factory, how we sort of have zero barriers to participation. We're inclusive and we do everything we can to make sure every child has an opportunity to take part in sport. Yeah, and so you're starting again soon, I take it, because part of the roadmap is that you'll be able to go back into schools and start again, I suppose. Yeah, that is the best Boris impression I've heard in a long time. <laughs> but um, yeah, we are back as of next week. Some of our sessions are going ahead because they're at sports centres. Some sports centres aren't opening yet, which is pretty fine. So some are back from mid-April, but we've got our football fun camps next week. All COVID safe. We're going to be outdoors, running around, having some fun. So in regards to COVID safe with football, how does that work? Just in case well, people, are there, you know, I know my son, I took him to the shops with me for the first time yesterday and he was nervous really nervous like he was really panicking that he was touching things and things like that so you know it's a difficult time for children isn't it as they transition out of this lockdown and start the normality of life starts coming back in so what sort of tips and sort of things are you implementing so we always have like a daily briefing or a briefing at any session we do and I've always found with children, just be honest and straight with them. They, they know what's going on in the world, nine times out of ten. So we just say, look, you're aware of what's going on. It's important that we look after each other. When we play football, do your best not to use your hands anyway, but it's really important now to make sure we look after each other, that we don't pick the ball up. We try, we do our best when they're playing matches, obviously not to jump all over each other when they're doing goal celebrations, that sort of stuff. But we, we're doing as much as we can to sort of minimise the risk. So... Last time you came on, you spoke to us about your thoughts on autism before you knew much about it, right? So yep. how important is it for the awareness to be out there about autism? I think in what I do, especially starting with educators, teachers, if you don't know the child you're going to be working with, mm. you're going to be at a loss from the off. You need to know the children you're working with, what yep. makes them tick, what works, what hinders their sort of their progress and their learning journey so it's vital that you get to know who the, the children you're working with but then also from a kind of I don't know what's the word just from a um, 
no, an ignorance standpoint. You need to ask questions. You need to learn about other people. It's just so there's no other kind of way I can really put it because yeah. like I mentioned when I came on, I was naive. I didn't know anything. I think naive is too kind to be honest. I was ignorant. I'd never sort of met anyone who was autistic. I didn't know what it meant. I knew I thought I knew what it meant, but that was nowhere near. So I think it's, it's vital that if we want to make sort of progress and make everything as inclusive as possible, we do have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And an uh, interesting thing I saw on your stories one time, you was asking whether you, all um, participants should be given a medal or whether they should be first, second and third. Um, and my viewpoint was that there should be second, first, second, third because it will push a child to be able to aim for what they want to do. So for other parents that might think, oh, I don't want my child to play for that team because they probably, you know, give all the medals to the autistic ones. What would you say concerning that? So with mine, we I've had this debate so many times with people mm. and it comes down to, I think sport is a fantastic tool for learning life skills and transferable skills. If we give every child who participates, if they're doing a competitive event and they come last, I personally feel that the person who wins should be rewarded for coming first. Because if the children were to do, say, a spelling test, and if a child gets one out of 10 or zero out of 10, they're not going to expect to get a gold sticker or a gold star or a house point, wherever it is. So I think it's just using the tools that you can get from sport. You can transfer that across. But then if it's a celebration of sport where we are celebrating, in participation yeah by all means get a certificate get a, a sort of a participation medal but I don't think we should take away the fact that someone has won and succeeded at sport I think I think it's vital that we celebrate success as well um in to the parents I kind of get the whole thing of yeah they want to keep their children motivated and participate and so the football fun factory that that's my personal view but the football fun factory we're all about inclusion everyone taking part we're not about developing the player, we're about developing the child. So it's not really about winning or losing in that environment. Yeah. But I know my my um, my personal view sometimes have, have led to some heated debates online, which is great because we, we should be able to engage in sensible dialogue and talk about those mm-hmm. sort of things. Yeah, we should Absolutely. be able to have these kind of conversations, shouldn't we, Mish? Yeah, definitely. I am I am one of these people that would have always wanted to win, though. If I just got a participation certificate, I would have been raging as a child. But I do completely understand it <laughs> now from my son's point of view, because, you know, he got very upset that he's not winning the Daily Mile. And I feel like that's me. That's I've put that into his head that you have to win because I was such a competitive person. Well, I am. But so now, yeah, just I think for him to come home and, and have a certificate say he's participated in something means everything to him and to see his smile that really cheers me up you know rather than to say like oh you didn't win as such because yeah, he that's... has he's done it he's done, that's what I said to him you run a mile you, you have one you've done something there that's and brilliant each I think... day you've got a bit better you know what I mean if you've done a two minutes or one minute extra you are still you know getting better each day Exactly. I couldn't agree more with that. I think it's down to, say, the teachers who are leading that mile or whoever's sort of in charge of it should. Or when I was teaching PE, I would say to children, I'd bring them in and say, look, some of you are going to be amazing at basketball. Some of you are going to be amazing at football. When we go into the classroom, some of you will excel at maths. Some will excel at art, English. We can't all be the best at something, but 
And I used to stress so much saying to them, well, not when to stress at them, I would stress the point of if you give 100%, no one else can ask any more of you. And I think it's down to the adults around those children to teach that. And like I mentioned before, with social stories, if little Barry, he did his best, that means everyone's proud of them. When they go and take part in that activity, they've got that social story to fall back on and relate to it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, thanks so much, Dave, for coming on and speaking to us again. It's always a pleasure to have you on. And um, where can we find you on Instagram? Oh, you did this to me last time. If you just, <laughs> it's, I, th- I think. It's somewhere on I'm, there. I, I should know this. It's something DC underscore football you need, fun. You need to if, change that username. We will put it up in the, in the bio. We'll do your work for you, Dave, all right? Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just search the Football Fun Factory. We're all over Facebook. And you, yeah, can, you will one, find us on Instagram, but and, yeah, feel free to areas. say hello. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks so much, Dave. Been a pleasure. Thanks, Dave. Lovely. Bye. Thank you, ladies. See ya. Thank you.